Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now for something completely familiar. Since May is Asian American Heritage Month, and we know that you already sent your mom a card for Mother's Day, we thought we'd have a chat with some friends of the pod to go deeper on everyone's favorite question. Sophie Park is actually a new friend of the pod. One could say a friend-in-law. She's from Korea and arguably one of the top fans of my other nerdier podcast, Quarantine Comics. Now, one might think that's only because she's married to my co-host, Ryan, but frankly, my wife doesn't even listen to any of my podcasts, so that must mean that Sophie actually likes our show. Sophie, welcome to Modern Minorities. Thank you for having me, Roman. So, Sophie, I gotta ask, what's your favorite mom dish? My mom's favorite dish when I was growing up, it's called gomtang, but aka it's galbitang. I don't know uh-huh. if you know, but it's a traditional Korean soup and... The komtang, it means, the, literally, it means extensive boiling in the recipe. <laughs> like how extensive? Like multiple days, multiple hours? It could be multiple days. Wow. Yeah. So basically, you have to boil with the bone marrow and then brisket and some other beef bones parts. And then you boil it first round, like five hours. And then you do like over the course of like a couple of days and then like, Finally, you get this hearty and like a milky soup. Usually when we are sick, usually winter, then like my mom Mm. makes it like a big pot and then we eat it over the week. Usually, yeah, we we eat it with reddish kimchi and uh, serve it rice. You can put it in together or serve it separately. That's like whenever I kind of feel sick, not feeling great, then I think about that like soup and then also funny thing ryan's favorite one of the favorite uh, korean food is this karbitang aka komtang uh-huh. yeah i don't know why we have like different names but now do you it's... boil it for as many days as your mom did for ryan no you know so he <laughs> i i didn't know actually what how to make this food but mm-hmm. I was like looking up and then I talked to my sister and then I mm-hmm. kind of remember I saw the big, really huge pot and then I, it, it was there in the stove like a couple of days. But um, yeah, I, I look it up and then a lot of people say usually you cook it, like boil it like a uh, couple days. Wow. So when you eat it, obviously you have the kimchi with it, but... You know, like a lot of Vietnamese uh, soup dishes you have with noodles, a lot of European soups you have with bread. Do you have it with rice, noodles, bread or anything? Or is it just like soup and kimchi? So we eat rice almost with everything. So it has Mm -hmm. to be with rice, but sometimes you can put rice in it in the soup and then you can Uh eat it with the soup with uh, you know rice in it or you can just eat rice and then soup separately, but always with the rice and kimchi. The radish okay. kimchi specifically for this one. So what's your first memory of eating that dish from your mom when you were I think I was sick and then, I don't know, it is supposed to be like nutrient, but also I think because, you know, bone part is a little bit cheaper than actual beef. Yeah, yeah. So I think 
when we were growing up, we were not that rich. And then like my dad was a government officer and then we had mm-hmm. two siblings. So I think mom wanted to make something healthy, but she couldn't buy maybe a lot of meat part. So maybe she bought, you know, a bunch of like different bone parts and then she made this soup hoping, you know, there are a little bit of like beef in it, but it's not a lot. Mostly the soup, you know? I felt always better after, you know, eating, having this like bowl of uh, hot soup. How old were you the first time you think you had it? Like a little kid, teenager? Probably little kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what was your mom like? Like, what do you remember about her from when you were a little kid beyond spending days making the soup for you? She was a elementary school teacher when I was growing up, when I was little. Oh, my mom too. Oh. That's the best slash worst thing ever. <laughs> but I kind of liked it. So I have this memory. My favorite subject was always math. And then uh-huh. I think when I was like eight or nine, I had this homework, but I couldn't solve all of them. So I went to my sister and then she was really like, She's she's smart, but she's not like good teacher type. So she she couldn't understand why I don't understand. And then like she started yelling at me and I started crying. And then I went to mom and then I sat with her and then like she helped me everything. I think that day I stayed up till like one or two AM. I uh-huh. I couldn't stop like, you know, solving the issues so i the reason i like uh math because you know you always get the answer like one or two or zero whatever i like the feeling so i had to finish this thing that day so that's why i stayed up until like 2 a.m or something really late but mom was very patient and then she sat with me and then she helped me figure it out yeah i think she she's always like put like education first, probably Mm -hmm. typical Asian mom, but also... I think it's typical teacher mom. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Typical teacher and Asian mom. And then I didn't realize, but Ryan told me my mom is very talkative, like like me. And so now I know, even like a few days ago, I talked to mom like three hours and 30 minutes. So I think I got it from my mom. So even though like long distance is free, right, in the age of the internet... Like the time zone difference, like that's rough on one of you guys talking to her for three hours. So I try not to call her when it's in the morning because then it's night there. So I try to call her like, you know, their morning, but sometimes she just texted me and then I started answer and then like, oh, it's, it might be easier just to call. And then I call and then like, she cannot stop talking everything. She (laughs) complained about like dead and then this and that, you know. Then I have to like hear everything. Yes, 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 yes. You know, so I mean, I'm kind of always like that person among three siblings. Like my sister, Mm -hmm. like first one, she's like not good type, uh, good listener type. And then my younger brother, he doesn't just talk at all, period. She doesn't talk. (laughs) He's like, he comes home like, hi. And then he goes to his room. And are they both still back in Korea? Yes. So my sister and my younger brother, they are all in Korea, but my mom still calls me and then talk about, you know, all the stuff. And then like, I, <laughs> I tell them, my siblings and giving them updates. Yeah. 
Yeah. My sister and I do the same thing. It's like trading intelligence about mom and dad now. But I think, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder, too, because, you know, she can't talk to you as often. So have you since she talks a lot and it sounds like she probably talked a lot to you when you were a kid. Did you ever hear any stories about your mom's youth things that she remembers from growing up in Korea? Before you were born, when she was a kid, when she was really young, because she was born nineteen fifty four, so that mm-hmm. was like right after Korean War. So mm-hmm. when she was growing up, like there's nothing much to eat, you know. But mm-hmm. my mom's mom had a small kind of bodega type, like supermarket. Mm-hmm. What do you call your grandma? Your mom's mom? What's the Korean name for that? Hi, Harmony. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. So she. Um, had, so he, your harmony had a bodega. Yeah, I mean supermarket, but yeah. So yeah. they had a lot of stuff. So she was okay with food, and then I think she was relatively wealthy, in terms of like. I don't know. She had like five siblings, five brothers, and she's the only daughter. But she was the youngest, so the oldest brother, and then mom. Their age gap is like 20 years. So basically, older brother did all the parenting thing because like mm-hmm. mom's mom was busy working at the supermarket, mm-hmm. but there are not a lot of like things. And then, and then sometimes like when she showed me the photos of like areas when she was little, where she grew up, I saw the photos and then like, really? This is like a, like a movie, you know, I don't see, like, I cannot imagine because like South Korea, they had like economic development really quickly, like since like 70s, 80s. So before like 70s, 80s or around then, and then like now when I was born and then when I was growing up, the whole scenery is like totally different. Yeah. 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 So Whenever like my mom told me like I used to have like this type of shoes like no way you're kidding me really this is like <laughs> really I I don't think this is like a from museum you know so things are really like moving quickly I think every like decade or something so yeah it it must have been really really different um, I cannot even imagine it's like like to me it's like history book feeling yeah yeah. Are there any things now now that you're here in New York and you're so much further away from your mom, and you've been here for more than a few years, right? But in your day-to-day life, are there things that happen that sometimes remind you of your mom while you're here? Probably when I see when I see other Asian like ajumas, like old ladies, <laughs> like in K-Town or a restaurant. When uh, I see yeah. like Asian, yeah, Asian, like my mom's age. Or when I see some so certain type of bread my mom likes or like certain style, like, you know, like I think Asian moms, they have similar hairstyles, <laughs> like short and a little bit curly, you yeah, know, like certain yeah. like style. They always when you get a certain age. My mother-in-law, who's Chinese American. Yeah. When you get a certain age, you get that, that haircut. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So whenever I see those like ladies in the street, uh, when I hear them talking Korean, then like, yes, I think about mom. That's great. What's your favorite thing about your mom, Sophie? She's really, really sweet. And I think, you know, even though sometimes she she's she can be stubborn and she can be a lot, but 
she always, always, always like supports whatever I do and, mm -hmm. you know, like kind of support everything she can. However, you know, even though she's in Korea, but whenever I have some challenges or like challenges about like my professional career or some issues with my friends, husband. yeah, yeah, then like <laughs> when I call her and then like she always, she's always there and then like, you know, talk to me and then like listen to me and then not always like she provides like answers, but yeah. always like after talking to me, I feel better. And then while talking to her, you know, I also find certain, you know, comfort and then like, you know, what I want to do next. So it's always like really good to know that I have like mom and then I can call her and then ask things. And then like, it's just yeah. like chatting, you know, a couple of hours. It's just like fun. Yeah. That's great. I, I love that despite the time zone, you and your mom still talk for hours on end. That That's really beautiful, Sophie. Thank you so much for sharing about your mom. Oh, thank you for having me. It's just, you know, honestly, I didn't really think about my mom's food and everything because of this opportunity. I, thought about it and then like it actually made <laughs> me kind of like remember my old memories you know when I was growing up about my mom yeah. and me so it was really uh great yeah that's great well I hope one day you will make that soup for me and I can come by your apartment in New York and have some <laughs> definitely really like you know one of the cold days you should come by and then I will cook for you absolutely well, thanks so much, Sophie. And for mom dishes all month long, check out modmypod.com and drop us a line at hi-mom at modmypod.com and let us know what your favorite mom dish is. Thanks again, Sophie. Thank you, Roman. And that's our show. Like what you heard? Please subscribe, leave a review, and a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform. Now more than ever, people need to be hearing these stories. Please share our show with a friend or three. Want to learn more or got something to share? Visit modmypod.com or email us, hi mom, at modmypod.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at modminpod. We'd love to hear from you. That's it for now. I've been Roman Segel. And I'm still Sharon Lee Tony. Remember, we're all modern minorities out there. We'll talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.